0: It's moving
1: everything. It's a, it's a Oh, it's alive. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Dumb da dum dum I see dead people. What's this? Hoss? What? Here's Johnny! Stop. We have such sights to show you. Wave the motherfucking luckus! Fuck you too! Are, are, are we recording? Are, are we... Is it on? Okay. Take it away. Hi, this is Frank the Fishman, and I'm here with Captain Death. Uh, <laughs> it's, I've been, it's been a long time since I've been on the show, but I'm here to read some more spooky stories with my pal here. Who the fuck? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, who the fuck are you? Uh, <laughs> Frank the Fishman. Frank the Fishman. Fountain no. no. This is Mr. Skelly Bones and Jones. Wait.
0: What? What was that? That was... Mr. Skellybones? Oh my god. It's almost like... It's almost like... (laughs) Just breaking all your fucking bones. Oh, some
1: of that picks up.
0: Oh, absolutely. I saw it. It's, it's, It's almost like I put the show on hiatus and... You decided to come back to the show. It's so we, it's so we've crazy.
1: Been, been doing some stuff, hanging out. You
0: now you now have the longest listed hiatus of all, because you you disappeared hundred and thirty <laughs> episodes ago.
1: threw me back in the closet and didn't pull me back out until the two hundred special kind of s- skeleton s-
0: skeleton pops out indeed. Man you you last recorded in the basement of my old house and now you were talking about how it's almost cute how professional <laughs> we are recording in in a closet it's in a pretty a bas- big closet in the basement of a new
1: house it's, it's a pretty big closet it's not bad it's
0: what quite. i what i care about is the interior decorating and needs to feel like a studio which i feel like it certainly does with the fun lights the lights, the, on the, the, nice, the, the papers, the nice and the paintings,
1: and the little collectibles. My, and the, my collectibles of horror. Which we talked about your little wall here of fun things uh-huh. before we started.
0: I got lots of good stuff here. I have um, actual Cheddar Goblin mac and cheese from the film Mandy. I have... the a
1: horrifying picture.
0: Actual <laughs> actual books written by Stephen King. Some, some promo action figures of Cartoon Network. Uh, things that I have not opened, so they're they're still delectable.
1: Delectable, he says.
0: Many Funko Pops that I mm. list as villains, antiheroes, uh, the creepy, the scary, the murderery, the more obscene. Um, because I have anything from Deadpool to Pinhead. I got some haunted mansion fun stuff. Got to represent Disney. Got to represent myself. I got my own art up on my wall.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And you know, I got a, I got an action figure oh, of when Bilbo freaks out at Frodo. He loves talking about his shit, doesn't in he? In the middle of <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring, you know, when, he for goes, show, right? when he goes,
1: when he goes, after all, why shouldn't I take it? Yeah, it's so- mine. It's a different scene than that. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just thinking but the scene it's of seeing beginning, f- fingering, fingering the ring. It's the fingering beginning ring. of
0: his fingering.
1: So not to throw you off with that new name. I was just thinking of the names that I would have chosen after I'd chosen my original name. And Frank the Fishman was one that came Frank to Frank the Fishman? Uh, or, uh, Ooze Osman. Ooze I thought that Osman. one was kind of fun.
0: Oh, that's, that's ironic because, um, I got my pet blob on, on, the, wall, on the wall here. You and I had gone to... Mahoning driving when they were doing the blob double feature they played the uh the 55 into the 88 blob and then the blob uh it was a a really good fucking time you brought mrs skelly bones
1: yeah she had a great time uh, she was a little little cold a little chilly it was a little chilly it was a little chilly but me and my my girl are are weenies uh captains uh we got just bones we got super high Oh yeah, we had a great time. We had some like like, lobbified hot dogs and like stuff. I like I that. am right
0: now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke some more and you know what? I didn't post anything for four twenty. I took my hiatus uh, real personal this year because I was really fucking tired. By the time I finished doing the Cabin in the Woods special, I was exhausted. And we were still recording other things at the time. So I, I didn't want to just come back to do the show so soon. Mm-hmm. And, like, I apologize to anyone who's been trying to, like, reach me over the last, like, two months because I literally just wanted to take a break. Wow. I didn't want to end the show. And, and there's always that part of me that says, oh, that was so good. We should just end on that. Um, but then there's still just so much I want to do and so much I want to see you know come out of this oh, and naturally we have movie. we have more listeners than ever now so i don't you know we just keep getting bigger and bigger with every year um we have a lot of fun stuff planned uh for what i'm calling uh season four i guess at this point stick around um, it's will be great yeah we're we're on the latter half of uh, of season four right now and uh going into our fifth year of having been doing this this november <sighs>
1: jesus five fucking years
0: yeah this doesn't
1: feel that well this
0: november will be year five Hmm. and um Hmm. i I can't wait to see what you know what we bring going into uh 2022 i know that this podcast was big for people in 2020 because we're all stuck together at home (laughs) um i'm looking to see that that type of uh attitude return um while we experiment a little bit, and, and I do want to get into what I've been doing with Mr. Skellybones. Um, we've been recording a series that is going to come out on the YouTube pretty soon, but um, we've been playing through the Dead Space games together.
1: Space dying.
0: Space dying. It's been and a fun
1: time. can wait for it to It come has out. been
0: a, a moment, and we have been switching, playing through the first two games, but if you know or possibly don't know for a good reason, the third game is multiplayer. It is uh, co-op or online co-op. And um, we're going to console link and we're going to record that. We haven't started that yet, but our hopes are soon. People. Our hopes are high. Soon, And um, Just gonna you
1: find a good good time.
0: You you should be seeing what I was doing last year. Um, while we were recording, um, before recording even, some of the bigger stuff that was happening going into, like, the Cabin in the Woods specials, but I was actually playing a game last year with Deputy Dewey, A Way Out. You should be seeing that on the YouTube by the time this first episode comes out. Um, I kind of want to release... Uh, you know, YouTube stuff sometimes and podcast stuff. The other times, I'm not posting YouTube stuff.
1: Gameplay so, like a team team com romantic movie. So yeah, it's romance, so, romantic. Two bros hanging out, doing stupid things, yelling at each other, enjoying. You know, kissing and... each other. Uh, what? Oh.
0: oh. And. Uh, oh. That brings me to today. <laughs> 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 we, Mr. Mr. Skellybones, I think it's incredibly humbling to have you back. Oh, because uh, we've not only been doing a lot of space dying together, but uh, so much dying. Your last episode was actually with a bunch, bunch of, of baby, baby ducks. Dogs.
1: Jinx, you may kiss. Ooh. Come here boy <laughs> <And> <laughs> That was episode 86 or 84 It, was in, know, it was in the 80s So it it's was been in, a very long time It was in season 2 and that's all I remember Right when the show we started taking the hell off Getting some I, good, uh, good content
0: And I uh, Haven't had you back since and there's no no particular reason.
1: We just kind of like just did our own things for a couple of years, and like I always knew you we were around, and like the boys. We've seen you. each other. Yeah, just we never really. It's just
0: it's not that we we didn't hop back into recording. And the, f- uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is our first recording
1: alone. Alone. Yeah, it is. I was always on somebody else's or in the background. It, it
0: becomes something new so, when you find out where we are Is it cathartic you're in, is yeah part? it is, it is cathartic.
1: cathartic but you are in i don't sound too dumb on, on
0: you're in the co-pilot seat now you are in the chewy role <sighs> and gargling you know <laughs> we're we're in the new studio you're in the new season you know how's it feel
1: it's good to be back it's been it's been a while it's been a while since I've been, there's not so an episode.
0: There's not an episode of this show where
1: we don't do that. No, it's, it's just uh, it's we're done. The we're, grunge. We're, we're done.
0: We have fun. It's the grunge inside of all of us.
1: But I, but I do. I will say, like, I have listened to all the podcasts. Yeah, let's get into that uh. for a moment. Uh, one of the uh, one of the
0: big reasons I liked having you back is because I think you're the only person on this show. Who's listened to
1: everything this
0: entire show? Have you watched everything on YouTube?
1: Yeah, all the videos. <laughs> You've the-
0: consumed everything Lots of Pasta has to offer, and you're on it, and you bought your own merch.
1: Oh, don't tell them that. <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh, you fucking asshole.
0: You are one I like of my picture. You are one of three or four people, I believe, who have bought their own merch.
1: <laughs> I didn't wear Am I by his own? Yes, he did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> On
0: literally like the same exact hoodie, I believe. Uh, you guys went with uh, literally the same thing.
1: Well, I just didn't like the zip hoodie with the face in the middle. So I, I wanted the, fi- the picture unobscured So I just with the regular pullover And I got an extra size larger because I like to be enveloped in my hoodies And it's very comfortable It's nice oh, no, and big, I've, it's warm I've,
0: I have a t-shirt of the <laughs> Lots of pasta, the t-shirt <laughs> Which is the t-shirt design That I made as an emblem for the show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whenever a new person Comes on the show, I add them to the t-shirt Yeah man uh, It's great to have you back uh, we have a lot of fun stuff coming out in the future. Glad to see you, you know, getting getting involved with the next season here.
1: Yeah, fresh always, new start folks. Always new people, good new to, faces, old faces coming
0: back. There is gonna be a lot of new faces this year and or this season I should say. You got big plans? Very yeah, oh, very excited.
1: Is uh the plans are small? You got you cooking some plans?
0: I'm cooking lots <laughs> of plans. Sounds like good plans right now. <laughs> and um and and we'll we'll be getting there. Uh, I don't want to ruin the surprise. i ruined too many surprises on you this show. You love spoilers. I love spoilers. You fucking love spoilers. I'm ass. the worst about it. <laughs> and uh, I know I know some of the cool stuff I have planned I really got to keep it on the lockdown because it'll it'll ruin the surprise when it actually does happen when it does drop and I don't want to take away from the enjoyment factor of some of those things. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that I originally wanted to come back To the show by doing like a solo episode I tend to Go in on a solo note Go out on, on a solo, solo note. note
1: Yeah I've noticed.
0: Um, I noticed Because it just feels like a good uh, cap Like a good start Or a good end um, Well we went out on Chaos in the Woods <laughs> So I didn't really know Where or how to come back My first idea was maybe do a big episode With a couple people um, but then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, nah, let's do something we've already done. Let's recycle and, and let's actually finish this. Let's finish this. Finishing shit. a saga, people. We're finishing this a saga. A, this
1: is where I ended my episode and I'm coming back to finish what I started. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so the, the joke of you having been gone for 120 some episodes is that you came in at the beginning of book one for Alvin Schwartz's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark with a bunch of baby ducks. I read uh, the end of book one and the beginning of book two with a very funky vampire. I finished book two with Deputy Dewey. That was something he very specifically wanted to do. And then the last time, which was just finishing book two and dipping a toe into book three if mm. you will was uh the aptly co-named the bevisode <laughs> of Harold heavy <laughs> hands established as the and, Bevisode, folks and strawberry shortcake they they refer to it as the bevisode um so that's kind of its co-title it's, it's
1: caught on folks it's Other a great episode uh, they drive captain completely fucking nuts like the old times which is a great throwback
0: yeah, the chaos of the original episodes is noticeably lacking from the newer episodes for a reason. <laughs> and they remind Your me time, they remind me time and time again why I stopped doing episodes like that and why why I think for the life of me I'm done with troll stories <laughs> after I did the whole This is the last episode of the show. You guys are... uh, That's it. That's where this episode... (laughs) That's where the show ends. Episode 199. So many people came back and were like... Friends and listeners mm-hmm. were like, right. "Really, is the show ending? Really, you're gonna end yeah, you on this note?" I was before. like, "I was like, guys, <laughs> how stupid are you? Like, did you? I read a story about Guy Fiery getting butt fucked by Bigfoot. I wasn't
1: ready for that story when I, I listened to it. I was like because you were with it was of Terry, right? Right. And I was like what's going on? And then it did transform into something I didn't want it to go to, and I could feel you just being like. I'm sorry I'm so sorry
0: (laughs) I loved it though there was there was so much people were like why didn't you save this for April 1st and I was like because I didn't want you to see it coming
1: (laughs) it was just out of nowhere
0: the episode is a giant (laughs) fucking joke and it is two steps before we do like the longest and, and craziest thing we've ever done on the show which is what I consider cabin and chaos in the woods and um those, those two things are listening to something else completely you have to be patient for pen clicks first off oh but, my you God, also, <laughs> but you also have to put yourself in the headspace yeah. of people playing a game not so much making a narrative
1: um, so you have to be prepared
0: a, to listen to that
1: Just a bunch of friends on a couch playing a DD somewhat stylish game yeah, right and just there's gonna be lots of conversation and lots I play, I played the game I wasn't on the the episodes but I did play the game with a we've bunch played of good the people. game two
0: other times uh, outside of, of
1: recording A lot of fun good times were had i survived haha <laughs> but uh give the podcast without a scratch i believe I think I had one wow, block okay. of physical damage. All right, that was about it. But uh, go check out check out the other episodes; they're good for a listen. Uh, Don't the YouTube has good visuals? It's fun Don't. looking at the well, not <laughs> yeah. good visuals, but they're they're decent enough visuals to see what's going on, and they're fun just to see where people's little game pieces are at. In oh nice yeah, the board. you're
0: talking about the photos that I yeah. had them take yeah. while it's we it's were nice playing. It's nice seeing with the board. It's looks fun like. to see that people people said they appreciated that. Um, it was an idea we had before we started recording it, so it felt necessary, um, to at least show you how we were visualizing and and playing the game.
1: Shout out to Franz for taking some of those pictures
0: frowns took seven pictures and deputy dewey took 394 oh my god really um (laughs) no it wasn't that wide of a spread but it was pretty it was pretty funny how i manipulated frowns's pictures to make it look like he took more versus dewey who genuinely took very many to kind of go with the story beats of what was happening
1: at the time shout out to deputy dewey as well yeah good good man Um, Mark. So episode
0: 199, I kind of trolled everyone into oblivion. I don't think I'm going to read a single fucking troll story for the rest of this show. And and for a lot of people, you're probably sighing with relief um, for for others. I'm sure uh, you're you're shedding a troll like a <coughs> tear.
1: Uh, but like, honestly, <coughs> I'm, you know, I started on those. I, st- I started on those garbage these I mean, episodes, they were fun though, they were fun These episodes are were.
0: probably the closest we're going to get to as childlike Because we're going to continue reading not Alvin Schwartz But other types of uh, children uh, horror fiction But
1: Fictional fucking children
0: <laughs> Right <laughs> I just want uh, to see the sound bars on that <laughs> And the idea of these little Spooky kids' tales. We've done it before. You mentioned it. I, I, I had said to Mister Skelly once before we were recording that his first episode of Alvin Schwartz stories is one of our most listened to episodes, and he always claims that it's because it's got everything.
1: It's got. It's got spooky it's stories. Got spooky stories. It's, it's got, got songs. So, lots of singing. And it has
0: rapping. <laughs> it has ho-
1: us. Just, it has us dying at one point of laughter, screaming, from screaming at a picture of a freaking horse. Uh, It's got 90s cartoon references horse really did surprise us though That was just so good We all forgot that horse was was there I listened to that episode multiple times just for that part Like I just like the wrapping The wrapping a little rapping that they did—that you rapped. Lay down like, the beat <laughs> and just be in the background, just yelling. <laughs> yeah, you were—you
0: were my hype man. <laughs> but the I, <laughs> this show is so stupid.
1: We're done, as we said before, we're done. But you know, we have fun.
0: We say it on the—we say it on the Dead
1: Space. Playthrough. Yeah, it's like it's one of our stupid running jokes. On the
0: Dead Space playthrough, we say that we're retarded, um, but we—but we only intend to to have a good time. Really, um, <laughs> we we are concluding. We're putting the last nail into the coffin of Alvin Schwartz here because this is the last of his published collection. There is going to be another published collection I I get very soon that is inspired by what Alvin (laughs) Schwartz and... um, Oh, really? Uh, Steve Gamel <clears throat> were able to do both with the art and the storytelling mm. from this series because the two go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. We, we always talk about it whenever we do an episode, and we had talked about it on your first one. Yeah. But the art of Steve Gamel um, is what really pulls this series together. It's, um, it's what left an entire generation scarred and remembering of these stories. So I think it's important enough. To hold on to going into the future and the um, the like fan made sequel to this series that we'll be doing uh, soon was based around that very idea They tried to imitate Steve Gamel's artistry pretty on point they tried to imitate nice. how stories at work um, how some of them are like songs and chants and, and fables um, so I'm really excited uh, just because this is the end of Feel the shorts. And of Schwartz Part 5 is the finale. I think
1: this is the longest, um, like, series that's been, like, going on that hasn't finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, not episode, like, count, but, like, space between actually finishing it.
0: Oh, yeah. We, I tried to only do, so we didn't get the idea until we were in the 50s going towards 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, we should actually read those. And then I told myself I only want to do it once every like fifty mm, because okay. it's, because it's it's a it's like a cap for like me you know it's a, another nice it's old, another nice fun little, one to pull out little, of nowhere little tidbiddle. Um, and it never gets old, you know, these yeah, stories to stories. me, these stories are timeless. So these episodes, to me, have a higher listening value because these are the types of stories I could come back and listen to whenever, whereas I don't know if I'm going to be listening to Baraska
1: repeatedly for the oh, rest of my life. Fucking Baraska. <coughs> anyway, shout out.
0: Yes, <coughs> Django, Great. Django's ears are r- tingling. Greatly read
1: story. The first the first story ending. Good. They come back. Back. Yeah, <laughs> 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 get it out <of> here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but I still give it a lesson. It, yeah. it was still fun. It was still fun to hear.
0: We, this this really has been going on for a while. I don't know if I'd compare it to anything else other than. Uh, Not hot but spicy, but that's not going to end for a while. Yeah. Not hot but spicy started, I I think, in the '40s or '60s. And they've
1: done a few with your brothers, and I think you did a few with a bunch of baby ducks too. It started with a bunch of
0: baby ducks. That was one of the things that I wanted to pull him in and like kind of be a series that we did before he moved. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there's there's a lot of fun different things going on. This is kind of how I wanted to bring back the show before we start stepping into newer territory. It's always easier to come back in with something you know and love
1: Familiar, comfortable So
0: we are taking, um, we're going to start by literally jumping in where we left off Oh shit We had just finished reading the entire section that was titled When Death Arrives Uh, That section was read with Harold Heavy Hands and Strawberry Shortcake on the last episode um, Which is somewhere in the 180s um, and now we are going to be heading into the second section of book 3. Oh. Which is Scary Stories 3 More Tales. <laughs> <laughs> more Which one? The one on the far right obviously. He's I me up. The one on the far left is is what haunts my uh, I mean that was
1: terrifying but the one on the bottom is just he's got a little mm, he's scary coming Scary
0: Stories 3 More Tales to chill your bones. How how good is that? Uh, me and you, bony boys, <laughs> Captain and, Skeleton Man, and, and Mr. literally Mr. Businessman Bones over <laughs> Mr. here, Business Bones? <laughs> Mr. Business Bones, Mr. Business Bones with his neck and tie.
1: How do you know about my call name? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're we're hopping into the next section here, which is uh, very specifically called "On, On the, the edge. edge," which I wouldn't describe my attitude in like any way other than when i'm like watching something terrifying you're like you're, you're you and say i had, an
1: edge lord we had been playing dead space oh god all the times i give you such anxiety when we play and you're on the edge of but your...
0: but there are so many points where i i get so fucking spooked while playing that game he hikes
1: his butt up on the couch and like gets in position and just really gets in the zone I like, stopped I, I stop talking He stops talking He makes me do the show I'm, Myself And then I'm just like Alright I gotta be funny And like make jokes <laughs> And just like Make sure that he doesn't Do I'm stupid things And point out what he's missing loot
0: I'm determined To never look like shit <laughs> And <laughs> And On this I I carry the narrative Of my podcast So that's fair But You're watching me Play something And I cannot Look bad <laughs> Like I need I need to I need Such to excel
1: who are you trying to impress? I already am already friends no, with you. <laughs> it's the idea, it's the idea that I have He wants me, folks, it's fine.
0: I have the highest gamer score of everyone I know.
1: Wow. Be- the bragging. Because the bragging.
0: Because I play a lot of video games.
1: <laughs> As if the score counts. The score the score
0: counts because it covers the spectrum of the games. I've played a lot of games, Thank I ain't got no score. I'm but just, I got You've on, seen man. my wall.
1: You have seen my wall.
0: But and there's more than that. But we're also agreeing on the games that came way before then. I could school I could school an N sixty four Super Nintendo. I could take you to an arcade and be fucking runner up on joust. <laughs> Uh, which this is actually like, this what I'm doing like this weekend. Awesome which is actually what I'm doing this weekend. I'm stopping by the Barcade in Philadelphia, oh, nice. and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my name back up there on Joust because let me tell you, <laughs> whenever I leave that fucking place, my name is in the top ten <laughs> somewhere because I fucking love Joust.
1: Joust is fun. I am um, I am trashy. Either that or Crazy
0: Taxi. Right. I'm I'm up there
1: and both. I'm not, I'm not a competitive gamer, folks. He'll would kick my ass in anything, but uh, I'll kick his butt and smash. Brothers, smash. So uh, that's the only one. And sometimes And there was a few times in Mario Party it got pretty close.
0: Oh, Mario Party is a claustrophobic. That's it. Anyway.
1: Friend Destroyer! And we're on the edge. Back to the edge. The Friend Destroyer
0: is the edge. (laughs) And I I have lived on it with chance time. So, (laughs) um... On the edge, you will say that these stories could not happen. Yet some say they did
1: happen. God damn it. (laughs) Fuck it, A, get out of here. Oh. That's fucking... And some
0: will say... They might have not possibly happened, but maybe they did. Anyway, we're going to read. I'm going to start this one with fucking
1: Bess. Oh, God. This is the Bess episode. (laughs) Fuck. All right. Take it away.
0: John Nicholas raised horses. He had many horses, of all kinds, but I forgot to read in between my, my high ages.
1: I don't know what I'm oh doing God, anymore. You can do that, it's, it's fine. But his
0: favorite was Bess, a gentle old mare he had grown up with. Aww. He no longer rode her for all she could do now, was just amble along. Stop. And Bess spent her days grazing peacefully in a meadow that summer for the fun of it John Nicholas went to a fortune teller's booth the fortune t- can I fuck my horse it. <laughs> the fortune teller studied her cards I see danger ahead for you she said your favorite horse will cause you to die I don't know when but it will happen it is in the cards and John Nicholas laughed <laughs> the idea that Bess would cause his death was nonsense. She was as dangerous as a bowl of soup. <laughs> Yet those are pretty hot, man. <laughs> Yet from then on, whenever he saw her, he remembered the fortune teller's warning. That fall a former That fall a f a farmer there you go. from the other end of the country asked if he could have Bess. He had been thinking that the old horse would be perfect for his children to ride. That's a good idea, John said. It would be fun for them, and it would give Bess something to do. And later, John told his wife about it. Now Bess won't kill me, he said, and they both laughed. (laughs) A few months later, he saw the farmer who had taken her. How's my Bess? He asked. Oh, she was fine. For a while, the farmer said. The children love her, but she got sick. I had to shoot her to put her out of her misery. It was a shame. Despite himself, John breathed a sigh of relief. He had often wondered if in some crazy way, through some picture of skeletal cow floating through mystical void atmosphere strange accident Bess would kill him and now of course she would not I'd like to see her said John just to say goodbye she was my favorite the bones of the dead horse were in a far corner of the man's farm John kneeled down and patted Bess's sun bleached skull And just then a rattlesnake, which had made its home inside the skull, sank its fangs into John Nicholas's arm and killed him. Jesus Christ. That's that butterfly effect. My cut Kutcher out to get. Why you. does he still have the bones of the cow? Oh my best, there's like, no way you can hurt me now. Well, technically the snake is the reason he died, not the I, cow. The no, fortune teller I mean,
1: a yeah, but like fortune
0: teller. If, if the cow skull, skull wasn't
1: there, the snake wouldn't have been there. Why is this other farmer holding the bones? Unless he just threw them somewhere. I mean, wouldn't they be covered or buried? I don't know. It was okay. I, I got. I was a little sad in the beginning. The best was best was a good horse.
0: Best was I like my best. favorite. My favorite. Mm-hmm all the world. Oh, shit, we're at Harold. Oh. You're reading Harold. Fucking Harold. Harold is popular uh, in the scary stories to tell in the dark community because uh, he was featured in that 2018 movie? Was he? Or is it
1: 2019. Oh, oh. Harold is I the, do know sca- is the ugly scarecrow boy. Oh, he looks like he's challenging me to do, like, a breakdancing like, competition he, right now. He's got his, like, he... legs spread out, folks, and then his arms down forward like he's doing, like, the Russian pose. Yeah, he but is he's, like, doing doing that he's that doing, like, one. a major split. And he's got his head cocked to the side with a grimace. Yeah, like, he's, like, um, hot shit. He does. And I'm kind of frightened the, and intimidated. He's
0: got some, like, Majin Buu vibes going on Oh, right yeah, he's got the chunk. When he does and the, he got his titties does, hanging up, too. When he does the head bob, and he's, like, bring it. Anyway. Harold. Harold.
1: When it got hot in the valley, Thomas and Alfred drove their their cows up to a cool green pasture in the mountains to graze. Usually they stayed there with the cows for two months, and then they, they brought them down to the valley again. The work was easy enough, but oh, it was boring. All day, the two men tended their cows. At night, they went... Back. creepy graveyard Whoa, the people standing there. with they, at, silhouettes of people at night they went back to the tiny hut where they lived they ate supper and worked in the garden and went to sleep it was always the same then Thomas had an idea that changed everything let's make a doll the size of a man he said it would be fun to make and they could put it in the garden to scare birds away <laughs> what are you gay <laughs> <laughs> it should look like Harold Alfred said Harold was a farmer they both hated they made the doll out of an old out of old stacks uh, sacks stuffed with straw. They gave it a pointy nose like Harold's and tiny eyes like his. Then they added dark hair and a twisted frown. Of course, they also gave it Harold's name, oh, which Harold. was Harold. Each morning on their way to the pasture, they tied Harold to a pole in the garden to scare away the birds each night, they brought him inside so that he wouldn't get ruined if it rained. Well, <laughs> That's kind of nice. That's nice, but weird. Yeah, I yeah. slept with him. <laughs> <laughs> you come to my bed, here. No, 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 it was just my turn to sleep with the Harold. Uh, when they were the feeling Harold. playful, they would talk to him. One of them might say, How are the vegetables growing today, Harold? And the other, and then the other, making believe he was Harold, would answer in a crazy voice very, very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a crazier voice. They both would laugh but not Harold whenever something went wrong they took it out on Harold they would curse at him even kick him or punch him sometimes oh, you okay oh that uh, that vanilla coke went down the wrong pipe
0: it did but it's also because i laughed cuz you said they both would laugh but not Harold and i was like well, of course
1: not you good Yes. I want to reread this. They would curse at him, even kick him or punch him. That's not nice. Sometimes one of them would take the food they were eating, which of both which they were both sick of, in parentheses, and smear on a doll's face. How do you like that stew, Harold? He would ask. <laughs> well, you better eat it or else. The two men would howl with laughter. Was <laughs> <What is> this? <laughs> two,
0: was this? Two and a half men.
1: <laughs> one night after Harold has had wiped Harold's face with food, Harold grunted. Did you hear that? Alfred asked. I keep mixing up the voices. It's cool. It was Harold, Thomas said. I was watching him when it happened. I can't believe it. How could he grunt? Alfred asked. He's just a sack of straw. It's not possible. Let's throw him in the fire, (laughs) Thomas said. And that'll be that. Let's not do anything stupid, Alfred said. Said Alfred. We don't know what's going on. When we move the cows down, we'll leave him behind. For now, let's just keep an eye on him. So they left Harold sitting in a corner of the hut. They didn't talk to him or take him so outside anymore. And now and then, the old dog, grunt, grunt, dog grunted. <laughs> but that was all. After a few days, they decided there was nothing to be afraid of. Maybe a mouse or some insects had gotten inside of Harold and were making those grunting sounds. <laughs> uh, there's some <laughs> mice grunting in there. So Thomas and Alfred went back to their old ways. Each morning, they put Harold out in the garden, and each night, they brought him back into the hut. When they felt playful, they joked with him. <laughs> when they felt mean, they, they treated him balls. as badly as ever. <laughs> then one night, Alfred noticed something that frightened him. Harold is growing, he said. I was thinking the same thing, Thomas said. Maybe it's our, just our imagination, Alfred replied. We have been up here on this mountain too long. Two men up on this mountain for too long. <laughs> That's why they made a third plan. <laughs> The next morning while they were eating Harold stood up and walked out of the hut He climbed up the roof and trotted back and forth Like a horse on its hind legs Jesus Christ All day and all night he l- along he trotted like that
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Like a, like a fucking old cowboy just <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> In the morning Harold climbed down and stood in the far corner of the pasture The men had no idea why he would, What he would do next But they were afraid They decided to take the cows down in the valley that same day When they left Harold was nowhere in sight. They felt as if they had escaped a great danger, began joking and singing, and <laughs> la, took off la, all their clothes. La, 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 la. But then they had gone only a mile or two. Then they realized they had forgotten to bring milking tool- stools. <sighs> Fucking
0: milking stools, dude. I mean, you sit on Fucking me and like, oh, and you
1: can milk me. Um, Shit. Neither one wanted to go back for them, but the stools would cost a lot to replace. There really is nothing to be afraid of, they told one another. After all, what could the doll do? When they draw when they drew straws to see which one would go back it was Thomas I'll catch up with you he said and Alfred walked on toward the valley when Alfred came to the rise in the path he looked back for Thomas but he did not see him anywhere but he did see Harold the doll was on the roof of the hut again as Alfred watched Harold kneeled and stretched out a bloody skin to dry in the sun oh no he's fucking. That would make
0: such a good movie If you drew it out You know like Nice hour and a half period piece Kind of like the witch You know <clears throat> Not a lot of talking Just two guys
1: man, And a creepy fucking, fucking scarecrow ugh, just And just kneel and stretch out ugh. Ugh. That would
0: have such a great ending too Because right? he would look back and he'd see the fucking skin of his friend just drying out on the roof there,
1: yeah, and it just
0: <sighs> how did Harold how did Harold become a Sentient? prized a prized skinner I, mean, I I was gonna say a prized oh. skinner, the oh. ability to skin something <laughs> is pretty hard,
1: I mean, I'm sure that Harold maybe just kind of embodied part of, of the other farm. but maybe he embodied the spirit and hatred of his other the farmer that they made him about. Are you implying that Harold
0: is? the same type of creature as like Slenderman where the more you believe in it exactly I see
1: I see it as a reverse voodoo doll yeah like they made something to look like someone to hate them and do something like that but then it just turns back on them because their hatred and beat punishment of this doll that's supposed to be on the person, it just backfires and go that way. But yeah, definitely a Slenderman uh, effect where the more you think about it, the more you believe in it, the more real it becomes.
0: I'm trying to remember what that term is called. Uh, it's,
1: it, it, there's there's like, there's like two two different effects for Slenderman. There's one where he's like an interdimensional being, and there's the one that you just believe in him more and more and more. Like the Poplar effect or something. like that? something weird. Are we just really taking the time right now, folks? Oh
0: just... yeah, I need to find the out. Tulpa
1: effect. Tulpa. <laughs> I just got it. That's yeah, what it was. Topa. It wasn't Pul- pulpa. It was Tulpa. Yeah, that's the effect of the creation of existence that ran. Through thought and form, he becomes real the more you think about him, the more he comes into your house. But he's not the only thing. Santa Santa Claus is a pulpo. You know? Bitch, I believed in that man so hard at one point. (laughs) And there was one night before Christmas when I was like, sleeping in my brother's room because I was young. We always do that in Christmas night. And I was like, man, I really want this fucking Gundam that's in this magazine. And I wished all night until like 2 a.m. I didn't
0: get that. Oh, and that's what broke the. No,
1: it wasn't. I saw my parents wrapping presents one year. Oh, and I okay. was like, alright, whatever. It kind of makes sense. I was old enough to be like, alright. I still get presents, though. I always thought
0: Santa was creepy. The Dead Hands!
1: Oh, yeah. We're reading things.
0: <laughs> the village huddled on the edge. Ooh, on the edge. Name drop. Of a vast swamp. On the edge? As far as one could see, there were soggy meadows, holes filled with black water, and glistening sheets of wet, spongy peat. Ooh. Skeletons oh, of hell. giant trees, snags the people called them, rose up out of the muck, their dead branches reaching out like long, twisted arms. Can't see it. That's a racist term. During the day, <laughs> the men in the village cut the peat and hauled it home to dry and sell for fuel. Oh, it's like, uh, it's like the trees from over the garden wall that the guy has to...
1: Oh, yeah, he, that he would... Needs to make the oil, oil out of. Grind them up and make the oil that make the lantern keep going and save his daughter's soul.
0: But when the sun went down and the wind, sighing and moaning, came in from the sea, the men were quick to leave. Strange creatures took over the swamp at night, and some even came into the village. That's what everyone said people were so afraid they would not go out alone after dark young Tom Patterson was the only person in the village who did not believe in these creatures on his way home from work he'd whisper to his friends, there's one and they would jump and run and Tom would laugh and laugh. <laughs> oh. Finally, some of his friends turned on him. If you know so much, they said, go back into the swamp some night and see what comes of it. The stupid nimby pimbi I'll do it, said Tom. <laughs> I work out there every day. Not once have I ever seen anything to frighten me. Why should it be different at night? Tomorrow night, I'll take my lantern and walk out to the willow snag. If I get scared and run, I'll never make fun of you again. And the next night, the men went to Tom Patterson's house to see him on his way. Hi, Tom. And thick clouds covered the moon. It was the blackest of nights. It was the knightest of blacks. When they arrived, <laughs> Tom's mother was pleading with him not to go. Don't,
1: don't join the I'll black women.
0: I'll be legends. all right. Oh no, I thought it was the mother. I'll be all right, he said. There's nothing to be afraid of. That could be the mother's voice. Don't, don't, don't be foolish like the rest. He took his lantern and, singing to himself, headed down the spongy path toward the Willow Snag. Some of the young men wondered if Tom wasn't right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was certainly wrong. Maybe they were afraid of things that did not exist. A few decided to follow him and see for themselves, but they stayed far behind in case he ran into trouble. They were sure they saw dark shapes moving about, but Tom's lantern kept bobbing up and down, and Tom's songs kept floating back to them. And nothing happened.
1: Hmm. <laughs> He's just out there in the middle of the just fog, on. just fucking chilling, s-
0: saying like, "If you wanna go and take a
1: ride with
0: me, we'll <laughs> in the fall with so <laughs> this way. And then they're like, "Hey, must be the moonshine." <laughs> Finally, they caught sight of the willow snag. There Ooh. was Tom standing in a circle of light, looking this way and that. And all of a sudden, the wind blew out his lantern, and Tom. Stopped singing. Who? Just like Nellie. <laughs> the men stood stock still in the blackness, waiting for something awful to happen, and the clouds shifted and the moon came out. There was Tom again, only now he had his back pushed up against the willow snag, and he had his arms out in front of him as if he were fighting something off. And from where the men stood, it looked like dark shapes were swirling in around him. Then the clouds covered the moon again. Once more, it was as black as pitch. When the moon came out again, Tom was hanging on the willow snag with one arm. His other arm was stretched out in front of him as if something was pulling it. It looked to the men as if a rotting, moldy hand with no arm. A dead hand! (laughs) had grabbed Tom's hand and with what we got some we got some thing looking person abomination in the back right there
1: Uh,
0: oh yep there's something hmm the way to put it creepy with one final wrench whatever had hold of Tom jerked him into the muck that's what the men said jerked him off into the muck (laughs) when the clouds blotted out the moon once more the men turned and ran through the blackness towards the village again and again they lost the path and fell into the muck and water holes in the end they crawled back on their hands and knees but Tom Patterson was not with them In the morning, the people searched everywhere for Tom. Finally, they gave him up for Lost. A few weeks later, toward evening, the villagers heard a cry. It was Tom's mother. She was rushing down the path from the swamp, shouting and waving, and when she was sure the villagers had spotted her, she turned and ran back. Off they went after her. I'm coming, bitch. They found young Tom Pattison by the willow snag, groaning and gibbering as if he had lost his mind. He kept pointing with one hand at something only he could see. Where his other hand should have been, there was nothing but a ragged stump oozing blood. The hand had been ripped clean off. Everybody said it was the dead hand that had done it, but nobody really knows. Nobody will ever know, except Tom Patterson. And he never spoke another word again. Hmm,
1: that wasn't bad. It was all right. So it's,
0: well, hey, such things happen, man. should such things happen. Oh, is it like, a little girl with a nail? happened. happen. I didn't see the girl until
1: you pointed yeah, it I out. Yeah, I saw the girl immediately. was like, a little outline on a tree. I was looking and... at
0: the nail because of the
1: high contrast. Yeah. I get you. Is there anything else in the picture I'm missing? It's um, a tree with some pubes. Uh, there's, some, there's so many to trim.
0: Thick pubes? <laughs> I mean, I mean... I put it down here. What do you think
1: you're looking at? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's like, oh, no. It's just like they're facing the other way and just like, it's it's veiny. Uh, Such things happen. Such things happen. When Bill Nelson's cow stopped giving milk, he called the veterinarian. There's nothing wrong with that cow. The vet said she's just stubborn. That or some witch got hold of her. Bill and the vet yeah, it's both. just laugh. some witch, you know? We, <laughs> just, we just
0: talk about it. That's an excuse we said. You know, we don't understand what's going on. Some witch did it.
1: <laughs> that old hag, Addie Fitch, I guess she's the closest thing, we, uh, closest we've gotten to a witch around here, the vet said. But witches have gone out of style, haven't they? <laughs> it's 1949, Doc. Why are you talking <laughs> about witches? Bill had a run in with Addie Fitch the month before. He had hit her cat with his car and killed it.
0: I'm really sorry, Annie Fitch. (laughs) He told her. I'll get you a new cat, just as pretty, just as good, I promise.
1: Her eyes filled with hate. I raised that cat from kitten, she hissed. I loved her. You'll be sorry for this, Bill Nelson. Palpatine. Bill <laughs> no. sent her a new cat and heard nothing more. Then his cat stopped giving milk. Damn. Next, his old truck broke down. Old best. After that, his w- <laughs> old best. Shout out the first story. After that, his wife fell Ill, fell and broke her arm.
0: We're <laughs> okay, having a lot of bad, bad luck. luck.
1: He thought. Then he thought maybe, maybe it th- is Addie
0: Fitch getting even. And then. Hey, you don't believe in witches.
1: You're just upset. But Bill's grandpa believed in witches I do that fucking they're fucking really <laughs> dumb piece of shit Get out of here <laughs> He had once told Bill There was only one sure way To stop a witch from causing trouble <laughs> so Get a gun You found a black walnut tree What? He said <laughs> You find a black, black walnut, walnut tree. tree He said And you p- and you draw a picture on it. <laughs> Some of <the> big, <laughs> big boobies. <laughs> big boobies and big old titties. And just big booty. And then you mark an X where her heart is, and you drive a nail into her X. Wow. Every day you drive it a little deeper. You keep driving your X into Fuck their... Fuck
0: the ecosystem. <laughs> if she's causing the trouble... He said She'll feel pain When she can't stand it anymore She'll come to you Or send somebody and try to borrow some Wait I think Wait, I think this grandpa. is the
1: grandpa Yeah, fuck <laughs> <that>. <laughs> If he's causing trouble, he said She'll feel the pain When she can't stand it anymore She'll come to you Or send somebody Or a package or Amazon, I don't know <laughs> And try to borrow something If you give her what she wants That breaks the power of the Nail and she'll go on tormenting you. Classic. But if you don't, she'll have to stop, or the pain will kill her. That's what his nice, gentle old grandpa believed. It's pure craziness, Bill thought. Of course, his grandpa didn't have much schooling, <laughs> and was racist, and was a drunk, and only sat on the couch <laughs> and, and watched outside NASCAR all day. Underneath the bridge. <laughs> he knew better than his drunken grandfather. Then Bill's dog, Joe. Joe? perfectly healthy and cool named dog 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 Dropped dead Whoa, he dropped dead just like that Whoa. Then Bill's dog Joe, a perfectly healthy dog Dropped dead just like that It made Bill angry Despite all his schooling, he thought Maybe it is Addie Fitch after all He got a red crayon from his son's room And a hammer and a nail And went into the woods He found a black walnut tree And drew a picture of Addie Fitch on it Karen hair and your fucking dumbass dress and your fucking big old feet. Stupid big ass nuts. He made an X where her heart was. And like his grandfather said to do, with the hammer he drove the nail a little way into the X and and he went home. I feel like a fool, he told his wife. You should! (laughs) She said. The next day, a boy named Timmy Logan came by. Ah, the good old first name, first name, last name. Hi, I'm Timmy Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Addie Fitch isn't feeling well, she, he said. She wonders if you, she could borrow some sugar from you. Bill Nelson stared at Timmy in amazement. Who oh, He took a, moment, a deep breath.
0: <gasps> Tell her I'm sorry, but I don't have any sugar right now,
1: he said. When Timmy Logan left, Bill went back to the walnut tree and drove the nail in another inch. The next day, the boy came back. Addie Fitch is pretty sick, he said. She's wondering if you you got any sugar yet. Tell her I'm sorry. Bill Nelson said. But I still don't have any. No sugar for that, bitch. Fuck you. Bill went into the woods My and broke dead. the nail in another inch. The following day, the boy was back. Addie Fitch is getting sicker, he said. She really needs some sugar.
0: Tell her I still don't have any.
1: Bill answered. Bill's wife was angry. You
0: gotta stop this,
1: he said. She said. If...
0: If this mumbo-jumbo works, it's like murder! I'll stop when she
1: does, he said. Toward dusk, he stood in the yard at the ridge where the old lady lived, wondering what was going on up there. Then, in the darkness, he saw Addie Fitch slowly coming down the hill towards her. With her, oh, oh my, her face.
0: Crazy oh, old lady. My With her- sugar!
1: Pinched bony face in her old black coat. She did not look like a witch. As he She did... did look like a witch. Oh shit. I'm a little high. And I apologize. <laughs> she did look like a witch. Her f- pinched bony face in old black look coat. At this she... <laughs> <laughs> you don't think she looks like She looks saggy. A little raggy. Okay. She did look like a witch. She did look like a witch. As she got closer, Bill saw that she could barely walk. Maybe I'm really hurting her, he thought. He ran to get his hammer to pull the nail out, but before he could leave, Addie Fitch was in the yard, her face twisted with rage. First you killed my cat, she said. Then you wouldn't give me a bit of sugar when I needed it. My our sugar, <laughs> she swore at him, and fell dead at her feet, at uh, his feet. Um, oh no, this is the doctor. <laughs> I'm not surprised that she dropped dead that way, the doctor said later. She was very old, maybe like 90 or some shit like that. It was her heart, of course. Some people thought she was a witch. I've heard that, the doctor said.
0: Somebody I know thought Addie Fitch had witched him. Bill went on. He drew a picture of her on a tree, then drove a nail into it to make her stop.
1: That's an old superstition, the doctor said But people like us don't believe in that sort of thing Do we? Haha, ha, scientists Ha, ha degree <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, next section Oh shit Running wild That's what we're doing right now
1: I wish We're not really running wild no. We're running. we're running I was on
0: the edge a little bit though a young child is stolen by wild animals This
1: is amazing, I love the story already For
0: some reason the animals Raise the child instead of eating it Alright, next story It learns to make the sounds they make It learns to eat, run And kill the way they do After a while It only Looks Human
1: Don't look at me like that <laughs> Keep those dangerous eyes to yourself I had glared at him. Sensually, people. Sensually. What's going on with this cloud? Oh, that's like a burnt ass house. Oh, it's like, I can't. It's it's cool. It's
0: like a little hut, and then there's like, like a mouth, kind of creepy face looking thing, you know, in the in the vapor there. The wolf girl. Oh! travel northwest into the desert from Del Rio, Texas, and eventually you will come to Devil's River. In the 1830s, a trapper named John Dent and his wife Molly settled where Dry Creek runs into Devil's River. Dent was after Beaver, which were plentiful there. He and Molly built a cabin from brush, and near it they put up an arbor to give them shade. Molly Dent became pregnant when she was ready to have their child, John Dent raced on horseback to their nearest neighbors several miles away my wife is having a baby he said to the man and his wife can you help us they agreed to come at once as they got ready to leave, a violent storm came up and a bolt of lightning struck and killed John Dent. I'm dead. The man and his wife managed to find his cabin but did not arrive until the next day. By then, Molly Dent was dead, too. I'm it dead. looked it as if she had given birth before she died, but the neighbors could not find the baby. Since, they were, since there were wolf tracks all around, they decided the wolves had eaten it. They buried Molly Dent and left. A number of years after she died, people began to tell a strange tale. Some swore it was a true story. Others swore that it never could have happened. Sling it, brother. The story begins in a small settlement of a dozen miles from Molly Dent's grave. Early one morning, a pack of wolves raced in from the desert and killed some Goats such attacks were not unusual in those days but a boy thought he saw a naked young girl with long blonde hair running with the wolves
1: man these pornos are getting weirder a year ugh, stop it
0: step wolf sis <laughs> Steps. A, year, a year or two later a woman came upon some wolves eating a goat they had just killed eating the goat with them she claimed was a naked young girl with long blonde hair When the wolves and the girl saw her, they fled. The woman said that at first the girl ran on all fours, then stood and ran like a human, swiftly as the wolves. People started wondering if this wolf girl was Molly Dent's daughter. Had a mother wolf carried her off the day she was born and raised her with her pups? If so, by now she would be 10 or 11 years old. As the story is told, some men began to look for the girl. They searched along the river banks and in the desert and in its canyons. And one day, it is said they found her walking in a canyon with a wolf at her side. When the wolf ran off, the girl hid in an opening in one of the canyon walls. When the men tried to capture her, She fought back, biting and scratching like an enraged animal. When they finally subdued her, she began screaming like a frightened young girl and howling like a frightened young wolf. Her captors bound her with rope, put her across a horse, and took her to a small ranch house in the desert. They would turn her over to the sheriff the next day, they decided. They placed her in an empty room and untied her. Terror stricken she hid in the shadows. They left her and locked the door. Soon she was screaming and howling again. Ow. The men thought that they would go mad listening to her, but at last she stopped. When night fell, wolves began howling in the Ow. creepy furry Whoa. Whoa. hair golem That's looking girl. Not kind of interesting when night fell wolves began howling in the distance people say that each time they stopped the girl howled in reply as the story goes the cries of wolves came from every direction and got closer and closer suddenly as if a signal had been given wolves attacked the horses and other livestock. The men rushed into the darkness, firing their guns, bah, bah. and high up in the wall in the room where they had left the girl was a small window. A plank was nailed across it. She pulled the plank off, crawled through the window, and disappeared. Years passed with no word of the girl, and then one day some men on horseback came to round a came around a bend in the Rio Grande Rio. Mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. around a bend in the Rio Grande not far from Devil's River they claimed they saw a young woman with long blonde hair feeding two wolf pups when she saw the men she snatched up the pups and ran into the brush they rode after her but she quickly left them behind they searched and searched but found no trace of her that is the last we know of the wolf girl, and it is there in the desert near the Rio Grande that this story ends. Meow. Oh, meow. it's that wolf bitch? She crazy. Five nightmares. An artist painted some pictures. A boy got a new pet. Ooh. A girl went on vacation. Mm. Everything was normal. Yay. Then nothing was. Aww. Mr. Skelly Bones is. Oh, right. oh, oh, that, oh god. Oh, that,
1: one, that one's going to fucking haunt me there. It's the
0: Huggy Lady the from fu- the movie. Oh god. They took a lot of people from the third book apparently. <laughs> the Huggy
1: Lady <laughs> in the dream. Oh, here goes my nightmare. It's the first one. <clears throat> Lucy Morrison, well, Morrison. <laughs> Lucy Morgan was an artist. She had spent a week painting in a small country town and decided that the next day she would move on. She would go to the village called Kingston. But that night, Lucy Morgan had a strange dream. She dreamed that she was w- walking up a dark, carved staircase and entered a bedroom. It was an ordinary room except for two things. The carpet was made up of large squares that looked like trap doors. Each of the windows was fastened shut with big nails that stuck up out of the wood. In her dream, Lucy Morgan went to sleep in that bedroom. During the night, a woman with a pale face and black eyes and a long, Black hair came into the room. She leaned over the bed and whispered, This is an evil place. Flee while you can. When the woman touched her arm to hurry her along, Lucy Morgan awakened from her dream with a shriek. Ah. Ah. <laughs> she lay awake the rest of the night, trembling. In the morning, she told her landlady that she had decided not to go to Kingston at all, after all. I, I can't can- tell you why, <laughs> she said. But I just can't bring myself to go there. Then why don't you go to Dorset? The landlady said, "It's a pretty town and ain't too far isn't too far off." So Lucy and Mario went to Dorset. Someone told her she could find a room in a house at the top of a hill. It was a pleasant looking house, and the landlady there, a plump, motherly woman, was as nice as could be. Let's look at the room, she said. Oh, never mind. This is the plump. <laughs> Let's look. Let's look at the room, she said. I think you will like it. They walked up a dark carved staircase like the one in Lucy's dream. In these old houses. Oh, this is you. In these old houses, the staircases are all the same, Lucy thought.
0: In these old houses, the (laughs) staircases are all the same, Lucy thought.
1: Uh, But when the landlady opened the door to the bedroom, it was the room in her dream with the same carpet that looked like trap doors and the same fastened windows with big nails.
0: This is just a coincidence, Lucy Lucy told told herself. herself.
1: How do you like it? The landlady asked. I'm not sure. <laughs> she said. We'll take your time. The landlady said. I'll bring up some tea while, we, while you think about it. Lucy sat on the bed staring at the trapdoors and the big nails. Soon there was a knock on the door. It's the landlady with the tea, she thought. They went for it. But it wasn't the landlady. It was the woman with the pale face and the black eyes and the long black hair. Lucy Morgan grabbed her things and fled. How?
0: If the woman's at the door, where how are you fleeing? Why does the story end there? The story can't end there; it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, there's only one.
0: There's only one way to flee, and it's through large, pale face and black eyelid. I don't like this story.
1: Hmm. You think they were maybe (laughs) Sam's new pet? (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna talk about Sam's new pet. talk about Sam's new pet.
0: (laughs) This is the new uh, TV show sitcom on Lots of Pasta Network. It's called Sam's New Pet.
1: Hey, Sam. How's the new pet going? Well, it's a lot more work than I thought. I was going to do
0: the intro, which is, is, uh, of course, done young sam marsh (laughs) finds a new pet one day and things get out of control way too fast however will he hide the pet from his doting parents let's find out on sam's new pet Sam stayed with his grandmother when his parents went to Mexico for their vacation. We're going to bring you back something nice, his mother told him. It will be a surprise. Baby brother. Before they came nice, before they came home, Sam's parents looked for something Sam would like, and all they could find was a beautiful sombrero. It cost too much, <laughs> but that afternoon, while they were eating their lunch in the park, they decided to buy the sombrero after all. Sam's father threw what was left of the sandwiches to some stray dogs, and they walked back to the marketplace. You yeah, don't feed
1: them stray dogs; they'll come get you.
0: One of the animals followed them. God damn it! It was a small gray creature with short hair, short legs, and a long tail. Wherever they went, it went. Isn't he cute? Sam's mother said. He must be one of those Mexican hairless dogs. Sam would love him. He's probably somebody's pet, Sam's father said. They asked several people if they knew who it, its owners were, but no one did. They just smiled and shrugged their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, no lo sé. Oh, wow. Well. Finally, Sam's mother said, Maybe he's just a stray. Let's take him home with us. We can give him a good home and Sam will love him.
1: Your free dog.
0: It is against the law to take a pet across the border, but Sam's parents hid the animal in a box and no one saw it. When they got home, they showed it to Sam. "He's a pretty small dog," said Sam. "He's a Mexican dog," his father said. Buckle, buckle. "I'm not sure what kind. I think that it's was called" A Mexican hairless. We'll find out, but he's nice, isn't he? They gave the new pet some dog food. Then they washed it and brushed it and combed its fur, and that night it slept on Sam's bed. When Sam awakened the next morning, his pet was still there. Mother, he called. The dog has a cold. The animal's ha Don't! Ah! No, stop it! ha no, Ah! No, why?! The animal's eyes were running, and there was something white around its mouth. And later that morning, Sam's mother took it out to a veterinarian. Where did you get him? The vet asked. In Mexico, she said. We think he's a Mexican hairless. I was going to ask you about that. He's not a hairless, the vet said. He's not even a dog. He's a sewer rat. And he has rabies Oh
1: my god, what the fuck? Oh,
0: <laughs> not only oh does the my. picture not look anything, anything like, like a rat, rat it's
1: but like, uh but it's it's a it's small. It's got like baby. the body of like a naked mole rat it's and a like small, a head of a baby.
0: It's a small baby with a tail and multiple fingered limbs. It's not great. It's like a
1: tree root tail. Like it's a, not
0: great. Like a mandrake. Maybe, maybe you'll remember. Maybe you'll remember. Oh, that's good. I like that. Thinking
1: about November. Maybe. Maybe I will. Mrs. Gibbs. Mrs. Mrs. Gibbs. Mrs. Gibbs and her teenage... 16-year-old daughter, Rosemary. Uh, I'm uh,
0: Rosemary, and I'm a slut.
1: (laughs) Arrived in Paris on a hot morning in July. They had been on vacation and are now returning home. But Mrs. Gibbs did not feel so well. She had... Too much as cargo. <laughs> so they decided to rest in Paris for a few days before going on. The city was crowded with tourists. Still, they found a place to stay at a good hotel. They had a lovely room overlooking a park. It had yellow walls, a blue carpet, and white furniture. That sounds awful. I think it sounds fun. You're fun. As soon as they were on No, I'm a slut. <laughs> <Get> out, yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> Mrs. Gibbs went to bed. She looked so pale that Rosemary asked to have the hotel's doctor examine her. Rosemary did not speak French, but fortunately, the doctor spoke English. He took one look at Mrs. Gibbs and said, Your mother is too sick to travel. Tomorrow you will move her to the hospital, but she needs certain medicine. If you go to my home for it, it'll save time. The doctor said, it, said he did not have a telephone right now. Instead, he would give Rosemary a note for his wife. The hotel manager put Rosemary in a taxi. Whoop. In French, told the driver how to find the doctor's house. It'll only take a while, he told her, and the taxi will bring you back. But the driver slowly drove up one street and down another. It seemed to take forever. At one point, Rosemary was sure they had gone down the wrong, uh, gone down the same street twice. It took almost as long for the doctor's wife to answer the door then to get the medicine, then to get the medicine ready. As Rosemary sat on a bench in an empty waiting room, she kept thinking, Why can't you hurry? Please hurry. Then she heard a telephone ring somewhere in the house, but the doctor had told her he didn't have a telephone right now. What was going on? <laughs> they drove back a... Sam Marsh <laughs> has a sewer rat. Rosemary <laughs> for <a pet>. Marsh <laughs> has a
0: rat for a pet, and his parents are dumb. And he's getting into
1: so much trouble.
0: We'll find out more on rabies. I love you. <laughs>
1: Rosemary sat in the back seat filled with dread. Her mother's medicine clutched in her hand. Why was everything taking so long? She was sure the taxi driver was going the wrong direction. Are you going to the right hotel? (laughs) She asked. He didn't answer. She asked again. Are you listening to me? I don't know me. But still, he didn't reply. When he stopped for the traffic light, she threw open the door and ran from the cab. She stopped a woman on the street. The woman did not speak English vous français? But she knew someone who did. Rosemary was right. They had been driving in the wrong direction. When she finally got back to the hotel, it was early evening. She went up to the desk clerk who had given... Creepy hand clock. clock ...had given them the room. I'm Rosemary Gebs, she said. My mother and I are in room 505. Can I please have the key? The clerk looked at her closely. Who the fuck is this bitch? You must be mistaken, he said. There's another guest in that room. Are you sure you're at the right hotel? Dumb bitch. (laughs) Sorry, what? He turned to help someone else. Oh, She (laughs) waited until he was finished. You gave us the room yourself when we arrived this morning, she said. How could you forget? You're so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he stared at her as if she had lost her mind oh, God damn, shut You up. must
0: be mistaken <laughs> He said I have never seen you before And you sure you are in the right hotel?
1: She asked to see the reg- registration card they had filled out when they arrived It's June and Rosemary Gibbs, she said The clerk looked in the file We have no card for you He said You must be in the wrong hotel Ugh, the doctor, the hotel doctor will know me. He looked at me. It's fine. Rosemary replied. <laughs> he examined my mother when we arrived. He sent me, like, for medicine she needs. I want to see him. He was cute. <laughs> the doctor came downstairs. Here's the medicine for your mother, Rosemary said, holding it out to him. Your wife gave it to me. I've never seen you before. <laughs> Doctor said, "You must be in the wrong hotel. <laughs> uh, you must be. Yeah, that was right." He she, crossed over into the mirror dimension. Whoop! She asked for the hotel manager who had put her in the, in the taxi. Surely he would remember her. "You must be in the wrong hotel," he said. Why do all these characters say the same? Sound the same? Let me get you a room where you can rest. Then maybe you can you will remember where you are and where your mother's staying. I want to see our Arbo," Marjorie said, raising her raising her
0: creepy 505 with cubes on
1: the door voice. (laughs) It's room 505. But it was nothing like the room she remembered. It had a double bed, not twin beds. The furniture was black, not white. The carpet was green, not blue. I'm looking it already black and green in my colors. There was someone else's clothing in the closet. The room she had knew had vanished, and so had her mother. This is not the room, she said where's my mother what have you done with her
0: you are in the wrong hotel
1: the manager said politely as if he were speaking to a young child rosemary asked to see the police my mother our things the room they have all disappeared she told them
0: are you sure you are in the right hotel
1: they asked she went to her embassy for help
0: are you sure it is the right hotel
1: rosemary thought that she was losing her mind
0: why don't you rest here for a while? They said. Then maybe you'll remember.
1: But Rosemary's problem was not her memory. It was what she did not know. See page 102. Page 102.
0: What? Should we come back to it later and not do it right now or should we do it right now?
1: I kind of want to know what's going on. I'm All curious. Right. All right, let's let's skip immediately. Oh! Ah!
0: Don't look, don't look, don't look! Skip
1: skip immediately. Oh, the cube! The
0: cube. (laughs) Skip immediately to page 102. I just want
1: want to know what's going on. Everyone go out I
0: enjoyed that, though.
1: I did, too. That's why I was curious what was going on. I'm liking our back-and-forth banter. It's fun. Uh... Everyone else, go go, let up a bowl or like get. Oh get a, I'm gonna get, cut this. Get a, a beer right now, folks. I'm just talking. I'm gonna talk, and you can keep smoking. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk shit. Just you know, go go smoke a bowl. Go get some drinkies. Go kiss your girl. Go kiss your man. Let you may
0: be next is where the is Kappa, where
1: the Kappa feel
0: is where the book ends. Really? You may be next is where the book ends. So let's go back to that story and just see what the secret ending is. At the end of Scary Stories 3, More Tales to Chill Your Bones, Alvin Schwartz mentions that there is an alternate version of this story, which involves Mrs. Gibbs and Rosemary having separate rooms. The mother passes away in the middle of the night while the young woman is sleeping, which results in the staff removing the corpse and not only repainting the room, but refurnishing it as well. The results, however, are the same. Rosemary feels like she is losing her mind, and the hotel staff and the citizens of the town keep the dark secret. In addition, the story was published as an actual event in the Detroit Free Press back in 1889, and the London Daily Mail 22 years later.
1: That's more fucked up that's than. That's a crazy I really, ending. That's more fucked up than I wanted it to be. I like it being like, fucked up. Like, I mean, it's good. I don't, don't get me wrong, but I was like. Oh, it's like some kind of weird big like, time. Mirror dimension! Yeah, or something like that. It's just like, no, it's so much. It's it's like a Barrasca fucking pole right and there. It is a brass, It's just half like, fucking it's, no. The ending Her is. Her mother just died in the hotel and the whole fucking family just is covering it it's, up.
0: It's a fucked up town and I hate this story. <laughs> this story is one that haunted me as a child. This one? I hate bugs. Oh. You know this one. This is also in the movie. This is the oh, is this it? is the spider bite that is thousands of
1: babies. Oh, see, in, I, your, in I, your face. I'm okay with bugs for the most part, I I, hate folks. Bugs. I work at a bug farm, so like, I hate bugs. It's so fucking weird of a job, but I, yeah, I, I deal with bugs all day. And spiders don't bug me; they're cool, but they're arachnids anyway.
0: The red spot. While Ruth slapped, a spider <laughs> crawled across her face. It stopped for several minutes on her left cheek, then went on its way. What is that red spot on my cheek? She asked her mother the next morning. It looks like a spider bite, her mother said. It will go away. Just don't scratch it. Soon the small red spot grew into a small red boil. Look at it now, Ruth said. It's getting bigger. It's sore.
1: Sometimes that happens, her mother said. It's coming to a head.
0: In a few days, the boil was even larger. Look at it now, Ruth said. It hurts, and it's ugly. We'll have the doctor look at it, her mother said. Maybe it's infected. But the doctor could not see Ruth until the next day. That night, Ruth took a hot bath. As she soaked herself, the boil burst, and out poured a swarm of tiny spiders from the eggs their mother had laid in her cheek. (sighs) Hence, one of the most popular Stephen Gamel photos oh, God. Look at her
1: of a face. woman
0: screaming with blood and spiders crawling it's all over her face. It's just her
1: face that's creepy. It's not even the fucking spiders person now. It's just long, distorted. It's also this gravy spiders. face. And
0: it's also how, like, her fucking face looks like a deep,
1: voidous yeah, cavern.
0: Also, uh. well, oh. here's a fun guy. Hi, buddy. Hey,
1: going, that's his voice, and he has a. Whoa, is it a dagger or like right chest? Like a pure fucking soul. Right chest. Yeah, I'm Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no thanks. <laughs> I'm doing the fucking voice. <laughs> oh god, damn it! Don't. No. no I'm doing. No. It. <laughs> Just wait. Thursday nights, Jim worked as a stock boy in one of the malls out on the highway. By 8.30, he was usually finished and he drove home. But that night, Jim was one of the last to leave. By the time he got out to the huge parking lot, it was almost empty. The only sounds were cars in the distance and his footsteps on the pavement. Suddenly, a man stepped out of the shadows. Hey, mister. He called in a low voice. I hate you. He held out his right hand, balanced on the palm with a long, thin blade of a knife. Jim stopped. Knife? Sharp knife, the man said softly. Don't panic, Jim thought.
0: <laughs> but said out loud.
1: <laughs> the man stepped towards him. Don't run, Jim told himself. Knife, sharp knife, the man repeated. G- give him what he wants, Jim thought. The man came closer. He held the knife up. Cuts nice and easy, he said slowly. Jim waited. The man peered into his face. Hey,
0: man, only three dollars, two for five.
1: Nice present for your mama. No, thanks, Jim said. She's got one, and he ran for his car. (laughs) That's the end of the story. God, that that, that is terrifying, (laughs) though. That's super terrifying. Nice, shove,
0: knife. knife. It's a nice one. It's just for, nice for your mom. That face isn't scary when you when you pair it with but, that. Yeah, voice. I
1: mean, it's, it's, what this, is going, going on here? here.
0: <laughs> this is my favorite. When bottles began popping and furniture began flying all over the house, there were many explanations, but none of them was right. That then someone had a scary answer that could involve you <gasps> uh, you could you don't know You might Woo. what is going on
1: here oh shit the cube the cube,
0: <laughs> the cube has come home. I want to go back to the blue re- room it has returned to the brain you don't want the boom <laughs> <laughs> the, the trouble the trouble the events in this story took place in 1958 in a small White House in a suburb of New York City. Dun dun. <laughs> the names of the people involved have been changed. Dun dun. Yeah, that is the moment. <laughs> Monday, February 3. Dun dun. Tom Lombardo and his sister Nancy had just come home from school. Tom was going on 13, Nancy was 14. They were talking to their mother in the living room when they heard a loud pop in the kitchen. It sounded like a cork had been pulled from a bottle of champagne. Pop, pop. but it was nothing like that. The cap on a bottle of starch had somehow come unscrewed and the bottle had tipped over and spilled. Then, bottles all over the house began popping.
1: Bottles of nail
0: polish remover, shampoo, bleach, rubbing alcohol, even a bottle of holy water. Who carries that?
1: My parents Each Cool Not that carries it But they had it in the fridge For the longest time <laughs> Each had a screw
0: cap That took two or three Full turns to open But each had opened By itself Without any human help Shit. Then had fallen over And spilled
1: Messing on the floor Messing on the floor What
0: is going on here? Mrs. Lombardo asked And nobody knew But the popping soon stopped and everything went back to normal. It was just one of those crazy things they decided and put it out of their minds. (laughs) Yeah, there you
1: go.
0: Thursday, February 6. Just after Tom and Nancy got home from school, six more bottles popped their caps. The next day, at about the same time, another six did.
1: I wonder if Tom popped his cock. His top.
0: His cock. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday, February 9. At 11 o'clock that morning, Tom was in the bathroom brushing his teeth. His father was standing in the doorway talking to him, and all of a sudden, a bottle of medicine began moving across the vanity by itself and fell into the sink. My boner pills!
1: (laughs) Shit, my Viagra!
0: At the same time, a bottle of shampoo moved to the edge of the vanity and crashed to the floor. They watched spellbound I'd better call the police Mr. Lombardo said I'm gonna arrest
1: these fucking shampoo bottles (laughs)
0: that afternoon a patrolman (laughs) There's a goddamn smoke monster (laughs) ghost in my house not today that afternoon a patrolman interviewed the family as bottles popped in the bathroom the police assigned a detective named Joseph Briggs to the case Detective Briggs was a practical man. Everyday man. When something moved, he believed that a human or an animal had moved it. Wow. Or that it moved because of a vibration or the wind or some other natural cause. He did not believe in ghosts.
1: Oh, it's one of these these boys.
0: When the Lombardos said they had nothing to do with what was going on, he thought that at least one of them was lying. He wanted to examine the house. Then he wanted to talk to some experts and find out what they thought. Tuesday, February 11. The bottle of holy water that had opened a week before opened a second time and spilled. Two days later, it spilled again. Saturday, February 15. Tom. Nancy and a relative were watching TV in the living room when a small porcelain statue rose up from a table, Jesus. flew three feet through the air, and fell to the rug. Christ. Monday, February 17, a priest blessed the Lombardo's house to protect it against whatever was causing the trouble. Thursday, February 20, While Tom was doing his homework at one end of the dining room table, a sugar bowl at the other end flew into the hall and crashed. Detective Briggs saw it happen. Later, a bottle of ink on one table flew into a wall and broke, spattering in all directions. Then another porcelain statue took off. It traveled 12 feet and smashed into a desk. Friday, February 21. To get some peace, the Lombardos went to a relative's house for the weekend and while they were gone, everything at home was normal. Sunday, February 23 when the Lombardos returned another sugar bowl took off. It flew into a wall and smashed to smithereens. Later a heavy bureau in Tom's room toppled over, but no one was in the room when it
1: happened. So did it really happen?
0: If a bureau falls (laughs) in your husband's room does it really matter? Monday, February 24, by now Detective Briggs had talked to an engineer, a chemist, a physicist, and others. Oh. Some thought that the vibrations in the house were causing the trouble. These could come from underground water, they said, or from high frequency radio waves, or from sonic booms caused by airplanes. Sonic boom! Sonic boom! <laughs> others said that the electrical system was the cause, or downdrafts coming through the chimney. The popping of bottles was blamed on chemicals the bottles contained. Tests showed that there were no vibrations in the house, there was nothing wrong with the electrical system, and there were no chemicals in the bottles that would make them pop. Then what was causing the trouble? None of the experts knew. Mm -hmm. But every day the Lombardos received dozens of letters and telephone calls from people who thought they did know many people believed the house was haunted they thought that a poltergeist was on the loose the table solar system bookshelf
1: bottles very trippy
0: baby boy baby man blood shadow chair
1: wonder interesting
0: noisy ghost that is blamed when things move around on their own No one has proved that poltergeists exist, but people everywhere have told stories about them for hundreds of years. And what they have told was not too different from what was happening to the Lombardos. Detective Briggs did not, of course, believe in poltergeists. He had begun to believe that Tom Lombardo might be to blame. Whenever something happened, Tom was usually in the room or nearby. When he accused Tom of causing the trouble, the boy denied it. I don't know what's going on, he said. All I
1: know is it scares me.
0: People said that Detective Briggs was a tough cop who would turn in his mother if she did something wrong, but he believed Tom, only now he didn't know what to think. Tuesday, February 25, a newspaper reporter came to the house to interview the family. Afterward, he sat in the living room by himself, hoping that something would happen that he could describe in his story. Tom's room was just across the hall from where the reporter sat. The boy had gone to bed, but he had left his door open, and suddenly a globe of the world flew out of the darkened room and smashed into a wall. The reporter dashed into the bedroom and turned on the light. Tom was sitting in bed, blinking, as if he had just been awakened from a sound sleep.
1: What was that?
0: He said. Wednesday, February 26, in the morning, small plastic statue of Virgin Mary rose up from the dresser in Mr. and Mrs. Lombardo's bedroom and flew into a mirror. That night, while Tom was doing his homework, a 10-pound record player took off from the table, flew 15 feet, then crashed to the floor. Friday, February 28, two scientists arrived from Duke University in North Carolina. They were parapsychologists who studied experiences like the Lombardos have been having. They spent several days talking to the family and examining the house, trying to understand what was going on and what was causing it. One night, a bottle of bleach popped its top, but that was all that happened during their visit. They did not tell the Lombardos about a theory they had that a poltergeist actually might be involved in such cases. According to this idea, poltergeists were not ghosts. They were normal teenagers. They had been so troubled by a problem that their emotions built up into a kind of vibration. Hmm. Since it was taking place in their unconscious minds they didn't even know it was happening but the vibration somehow left their bodies and moved whatever it struck. It happened again and again until the problem had been solved. Scientists had given the strange power a name they called it Psychokinesis, the ability to move objects with mental power or mind over matter. No one knew if this could really happen or how to prove it, yet most reports of poltergeists did involve families with teenage children, and there were two teenagers in the Lombardo family. Monday, March 3, the parapsychologists said that they would prepare a report on what they had learned. That day after they left, the trouble returned with a vengeance. Tuesday March 4 in the afternoon a bowl of flowers flew off the dining room table and smashed into a cupboard then a bottle of bleach jumped out of the cardboard box and popped its top then a bookcase filled with encyclopedias fell over and wedged itself between a radiator and a wall then a flashlight bulb on a table rose up and hit a wall 12 feet away. Finally, four knocks were heard coming from the kitchen when nobody was in that room. Wednesday, March 5, while Mrs. Lombardo was making breakfast, she heard a loud crash in the living room and the coffee table had turned over by itself. Oh, shit. But that was the end of it. After a month of chaos, everything returned to normal. In August, the two parapsychologists gave their report, and they decided that the Lombardos had not made up the story, nor had they imagined it. Their trouble had been real, but what had caused it?
1: I didn't know they were periscopes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, neat. When you twist that one, it
0: goes that way. They said that no pranks or tricks were involved, nor was any magic. As the police had done they also ruled out vibrations from underground water and other physical causes. The only explanation they could not rule out was the possibility that a teenage poltergeist had been at work, moving objects with mental power. They did not have any evidence to prove it, but it was the only answer they had. If it was a poltergeist, they thought it was Tom. If they were right, if a normal boy like Tom had become a poltergeist, this also might happen to other teenagers. It might even happen to you.
1: Oh my god, it's over. Thank fuck. I did not like that. That was bad. Because it was. Cool. <laughs> it was just. And then. And then, and then, it and, was then like, year, and then this here and then this year, it was like year.
0: a worse version. Oh, of my god! And it kept the going. Evil it horror, kept going. Or it was
1: like a conjuring, but boring. I was like, "Oh, it's almost over. Almost, oh, almost over." And you just kept scrolling, and I'm like, "Oh my page, god!" Page. I'm like, another "And you page. were just, you were just going through it fine. You were just doing it, and you, you were just in the mode." I'm just like, "He's got to be thinking the same thing I'm thinking right now." Absolutely, it's so dry and boring. But oh.
0: Ooh, There are four ghosts, a ghostly monster, Ooh. and the corpse this chapter oh oh, shit (laughs) one of these things is not like the other one of these things (laughs) is dead (laughs) but the stories about them are funny not scary (laughs) (laughs) oh that's uh, that's 50 year old bunch of baby ducks (laughs) uh with with his stephen king just jumping right out of the seat right next to him because strangers I'm on a bus. And my book just started reading
1: itself. A man and a woman happened to sit next to one another on a train. On
0: a ch ch
1: train trains. The woman took out a book and began reading. The train stopped about a half, at a half dozen stations, but she never looked up once. The man watched her for, for a while, then asked. What are you reading? It's a ghost story, she said. It's very good. Very spooky. Do you believe in ghosts? He asked. Yes, I do. She replied. (laughs) There are ghosts everywhere. I don't believe in them, he said. It's just a lot of superstition. In all my years, I've never seen a ghost. Not one. Haven't you? The woman said. And vanished. <laughs> Bitch! She, like, just <laughs> she just gets in the fucking double bird and just disappears <laughs> into the seat.
0: <laughs> just disappears. And he's left sitting to. <laughs> what <in> the fuck? <laughs> just left holding. Oh! Oh! No. Oh! God. It got my, no. my wife's shoes off.
1: You got? You say you got
0: my pig? Oh, I'll come get my pig. Oh, Bess. I haven't seen my pig in years. That's that's no pig. That's my wife.
1: <laughs> oh, she's a beautiful woman. She's, <laughs> she's, a, beautiful, a, beautiful, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. I, 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 that's a beautiful I'm just joking. Woman. That's actually just that's a pig. You just called that, that my wife.
0: When Arthur and Anne were in high school, they fell in love. Huh? Mm. They were both big, fat, mm. jolly. Whoa. And seemed suited to one another. Because they're fat? But as sometimes happens, things didn't work out. Arthur moved away and married someone else, and Anne didn't marry anyone. And not too many years later, she got sick and died. Some said it was from a broken heart. One day, Arthur was driving to a small town not far from where he and Anne had grown up, and soon he realized that a hog was following him. No matter how fast Arthur drove, the hog stayed right behind, and each time he looked back, there was the hog. It began to irritate him. (laughs) Finally, he couldn't stand it any longer. He stopped his car and rapped the hog on its snout good and hard. Get out of here, you fat, dirty thing, he shouted. (laughs) 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 To his astonishment, the hog spoke to him. And it was Anne's voice he heard. It's her ghost, he thought. She's come back as a hog.
1: <laughs> I was <laughs> doing no harm, Arthur. The hog said. <laughs> I was just out for a brisk walk, <laughs> enjoying myself. <sighs> How could you strike me? After all we met to one another. <clears throat> With that, she turned and trotted away.
0: <laughs> and she trotted away. <laughs> when you tell this story. Have the hog speak in a high voice?
1: <laughs> well, I went for the big I was screeching. doing no harm, Arthur.
0: Oh. They always fill in the context after <laughs> yeah. the fact. Yeah. It never, it never helps. And also, what a stupid fucking story! <laughs> so
1: fucking random. Did she die,
0: or was she just a hog?
1: She just resurrected into a, a hog, I guess. I, I think
0: she was just fat and stopped caring enough to wear clothes. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <Is> something wrong. <laughs>
1: Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> yeah. A car broke down late at night, way out in the country. The driver remembered passing an empty house a few minutes earlier. I'll stay here, he thought. At least I'll get some sleep. He found some wood in the corner of the living room and made a fire in the fireplace. He covered himself with his coat and slept. Toward the morning, the fire went out and the cold awakened him, making him... It It'll be late soon, he thought. Then I'll go for help. He closed his eyes again, but he... But before he could doze off, there was a terrible crash. There was a terrible crash. <laughs> <laughs> Something big and heavy had fallen out of the chimney. It was Santa's dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh, oh. <laughs> it lay on the floor for a minute. Then it stood up and stared down at him. <laughs> <laughs> stared down at him. The man took one look at the penis and started running. He had never seen anything <laughs> so, horrible so horrible in his life. life. He paused just long enough to jump through a window. (laughs) Then he ran and ran and ran and ran until he thought his lungs would burst. As he stood in the road panting, he trying to catch his breath. He felt something tap him on the shoulder. He turned around and found himself staring into two big bloody eyes and a grinning skull. It was a horrible thing. Pardon me? It said? It's something wrong. (laughs) <laughs> it was Mr. Skelly
0: It's quite literally how I drew your character. It's yeah, a I got the old have, meady eyeballs, yeah.
1: eyes <laughs> Because they were hyper realistic eyes. Hyper realistic.
0: Oh, so that's where it came from. Yeah, because yeah, hyper
1: realistic. I, 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 yeah, that was like your thing for me for a little bit. Hyper, hyper- <laughs> It was. Hyper. Oh.
0: Oh, this is the this is the guy. Mm-hmm. Is there something wrong? He pokes him with his beard. It's my strong <laughs> finger. It's a strong hand. <laughs> there's a hand over here and a hand down there there's a strong finger
1: hand. Do you have the time? Do do tell? I have a big old brain and these tiny arms. I can't yeah.
0: read for some reason he really does have a voice like that.
1: <laughs> sir. With his multiple yeah.
0: multiple limbs. It's him. Oh,
1: powerful
0: girl. Oh,
1: girls! So delicious.
0: Well, the fun thing—the fun thing about him was him was always voiced by two people: as a high frequency and a low frequency. Which was why it was always sound mm-hmm. so fucking mm-hmm.
1: weird whenever. It was... Like a floaty, yeah. eth- ethereal kind of thing. Okay. It's him. It's him.
0: The woman was the meanest, most miserable person you could imagine. And her husband was just as bad. Just as bad! The good thing was that they lived in the woods all by themselves and couldn't bother anybody else. What the fuck? And one day they were off somewhere getting firewood and the woman got so mad at her husband that she grabbed an axe and cut his head off. shit! It was just like that. That's how it happens. And then she buried him, nice and neat, went home. Bye-bye. She made herself a cup of tea and went out on the porch. She sat there rocking in her rocking chair, sipping her tea, thinking how glad she had that she was done this awful thing. And after a while, she heard this old, empty voice out in the distance, moaning and groaning was saying, Who's going to stay with me this cold and lonely night? Who? It's him, she thought. And she hollered back, Stand by yourself, you old goat. <laughs> soon she heard the voice again only now it was closer and it was saying who's going to sit with me this cold and lonely night Who? only a crazy man she <laughs> shouted sit by yourself you dirty rat and then she heard the voice even closer and it was saying who's going to be with me this cold and lonely night "Who?" nobody <laughs> she sneered. be by yourself you miserable mole oh. and she stood up <laughs> in the fucking face she stood up to go into the house but now the voice was right behind her and it was whispering who's going to stay with me this cold and lonely night <gasps> and before she could answer back a big hairy hand came from around the corner and grabbed her and the voice hollered you are as you say the last hand as you say the last line grab one of your friends
1: you are <laughs> I was prepared I read the last line before we got to it oh he got a little scrotum chin
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the fun little scrotum little chin a little chipmunk just face just like
1: who go who? You want
0: to stay with me? Oh, so you're reading thup pup
1: Awesome. T H U P P P P P P P P P. guys. Thup. Thup. Thup, guys. <laughs> Damn it. How you doing today, guys? Not too bad. Not too bad. We'll
0: play some video games, guys.
1: Thup. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: after Sarah went
1: to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, no, after Sarah went to bed, she saw a ghost. She saw a ghost? The ghost was like, Thup! Sit on her dresser <laughs> I hate this <laughs> You started this, I know. you shit I know. It was sitting on her dresser staring at it that went through two black holes where its eyes had been hmm. She shrieked and her mother and father came running There's a ghost on my dresser She said, trembling It's staring at me When they turned to the light, it was gone You were having a bad dream Her father said, No go to sleep But after they left, there it was again, sitting on her dresser, staring at her. She pulled a blanket over her head and fell asleep. Yeah, that's right, bitch. You just fucking overcome it as a ghost in your fucking bedroom and just go back to bed. Sleep's important. I dig you, but I would run for life. (laughs) The next night, the ghost was back. It was up on the ceiling, staring down at her. Hey, (laughs) what's up? (laughs) When Sarah saw it, she screamed. Again, her mother and father came in screaming, running. It's up on the ceiling, she said. When the light turned on, there was nothing there it's your imagination Your mother, her mother said and gave her a hug come here bitch you woke me mm-hmm. up again but after they left it was there again staring down at her from the ceiling I'm back bitch she put her head on her pillow and fell asleep the next night the ghost was back it was sitting on her bed staring at her ah comfort zone <laughs> Sarah called her parents my bubble and they came running it's on my bed she said it's looking at me it's looking at me when they turned on the light there was nothing there you're upset over nothing, her father said. He kissed her on the nose and touched her in. Now go to sleep.
0: Oh, we got a fun little... Oh, uh, fun, hey, little boy. Fun little plas- plasma yeah, boy. I don't boy. like that
1: that much. He's just hovering over it, too. <laughs> plasma boy. But after they left, there it was again, sitting on her bed, staring at her. Why are you doing this to me? She asked. Why will not you leave me alone? The ghost put its fingers in its ear and wiggled them at her. And then it stuck out its tongue and went, Thump! Make the sound. Put your thing, your tongue, between your lips, and blow. Oh, oh! It's called giving someone the raspberry. It's, it's really. It's the fucking rock bottom, of the SpongeBob. Oh
0: yeah. If you want, if you want to ride the bus, you gotta ask for a bus ticket.
1: Oh, <laughs> bus bus. Why didn't you to p- say the right thing? I can't understand your accent.
0: So when I said we were done with troll stories. Well, you never know. We got a lot. Of, we got some weird things today. I think this is the last one. Yeah, it's the oh. last, last story of the of the night, and it's a, it's a fun little song. You may be the next.
1: I'm glad you got the song. You have a better voice than me.
0: Did you ever think? As a hearse goes by, (laughs) that you may be the next to die. (laughs) (laughs) They wrap you up in a big white sheet, and the worms crawl in, and the worms. (laughs) What is it with the worms crawling (laughs) in? You got a bitch (laughs) crawling out. They say it in every song. (laughs) And the worms crawl in, and the worms crawl out in your stomach, and out your snout, (laughs) and your eyes fall out, and your teeth decay, and that is the end of a perfect
1: day. Some fucked up Barney. Uh, <laughs> now gather
0: your toys, boys job, and girls.
1: I commend you on that. It was nice. <laughs> this is fucking worm's crawl. <laughs> it's from the first story we did. You remember, right? Because I remember, like the worm's crawl. I'm like, I, li- I literally went
0: back three years as we sat here to us recording that. Going, why is this
1: still happening? I'm glad we got another song. Worms That's all crawling
0: I in, worms crawling out. That's all they ever do. The worms crawling in. The world Let's be honest, that's really all they do <laughs> Oh man, Mr. Skelly huh oh. That was something
1: Yeah, that was a lot of fun <laughs> That
0: was something Oh, it's a good It's a good start to the season We got some
1: Nice fun uh, solo episode of You finally way over fucking new Way overdue Just recording a podcast in general With me and you, long overdue But like we that's said, we I got mean. lots of things coming on the YouTube Um, Lots of stuff coming Playthroughs coming up Be on the watch for A Way Out A Way Out should be be already airing
0: You should be already Into that shit Um, It's a five parter So give give it some looks Um and then, you know, we're going to be hopping into some dead space after. I'm going to try to get that out Woo! Uh, over the summer. We're going to try to do all of those over the summer, hopefully.
1: Oh, I can't wait to hear all the bleep bad jokes. And,
0: uh, yeah, there are going to be many of those. <laughs> D- down, down, downloading. down-loading. <laughs> and um, space dying, space of course. Dying. Yep. The
1: Isaac Shuffle.
0: The Isaac Shuffle. Just do that, <laughs> do that <laughs> good
1: shit. And, and, and I think Nodes... Nodes. The, node. the nodes is, a good, is one of my favorite parts. Node. I think of it. Just every time we node. see a node. 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 Node.
0: But uh, yeah, we have a lot of we have a lot of fun stuff uh, coming around the mountain, and uh, I I gotta say I'm really excited to get back on the saddle and and kind of get into some of this shit um, because we're we're treading new water. We're doing new stuff. This this is new shit
1: lots of territory. Th- lots of new things on the horizon from what I've been told. And yes. I've heard tidbits of it, and I'm excited for them. I'm excited to see what happens. Hope to hopefully be involved in some, if not all, obviously. I'm not greedy, like frowns.
0: He, he's the greediest of all. <laughs> he's the type of greedy where he ruins my plans and then makes empty promises and then doesn't follow through on that. Gotta them.
1: dangle the carrot at your And you then a I'm minute.
0: and then I'm alone, and my plans are ruined. <laughs> eats up, he just
1: eats up your. <laughs> give me your sorrow, give me your sadness. He's no, he's like he's a good boy. And then he, and
0: you know, and then he, you know, starts crying, and he's like, "But I'm your best friend." <laughs> pretty, oh, he pulls that card, huh? <laughs> pretty
1: accurate.
0: Yeah, yeah, he really does. Um... Yeah, lots of lots of stuff coming coming soon, but uh we're going to take it one step at a time. The uh the word the word for this season <laughs> The, word. the special the word, word for this season is inconsistent because <laughs> um for the last four years i had been doing this show like to a t posting something the same time every week oh. um i think you with do. the new production schedule that probably isn't going to be met as closely as it had been um other years and it's really just because i'm trying not to overwork myself, overexert myself, kind of. Every time I, I restart a season, I get into it real quick, and next thing you know, I have like nine episodes already recording. Hmm. I'm trying not to do that. Um, I want to do things nice and slow. You said that so. we would have
1: like a lot already recorded.
0: We we have a lot in the in the pipe already recorded for the YouTube. This, um, this not is rest. literally no. We we've <laughs> been we've been building up a lot of material. I have I have ten episodes of Phasmophobia. Yeah, you always talk about a lot
1: of Phasm... Faz-
0: um, but it's just it's just because that that came and went real quick, and you know we we rode the. Uh, We rode the horse for as long as we could with that one. But then I started actually doing the work and it was just taking so much time. (laughs) So, you know, I'll get back into these things later. That's the type of thing that'll never get old to to watch. Um, But I want to get back into storytelling. That was my thing is I'm a big proponent of storytelling, hence the entire show. So I want to I want to show good stories. I want to play good games that tell fun stories, you know, that really do have fun with some fucking people on a couch. Yeah, Um, our recording, more than like any, is kind of just listening to a podcast of us talking while we're playing, because we're pretty much talking the entire time. It becomes a joke that you can't hear any of the narrative.
1: Uh, Well, yeah, because, you know, we're just like, no, you don't care about the story. We're just gonna fucking go on. Right. (laughs)
0: Right, we know the story already. If you don't know the story of Dead Space, you know look it up, because you're not going to get it from our playthrough. Um, the game's been out for 20 years, so shouldn't be new to anyone, but that's 20, the reason why we're years. playing it. I'd be like 8. Okay, alright, like 10. <laughs> like 10 to 15 uh, years. Oh shit, that's, age
1: dropping. But Everyone still, knows how old I am. But still. Uh, um, yeah, man.
0: This was lots of pasta with Mr. Skelly Bones.
1: Fishman Frank. Fishman. <laughs> Frank the Frank Fishman. Fishman. Frank the Fishman. And um, uh. I, I hope you had fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. It was I great. Thought, is that Frank? Uh, <laughs> I had the name picked up before I saw the creature from the Black Lagoon over there.
0: <laughs> I have like a two and a half foot tall creature from the Black Lagoon. I have no
1: idea why. He has like a blump doll face almost. Like he's very stiff, but he's got like mm. an open mouth and there's a little uh, red in
0: the it. The big knife, you wanted a knife? No, come, come get no, this nice big shot, no, nice and tiny mind. one for your mama. No. One, for one for
1: me. One for me, one for you. It. That's how we do Stop it. it. Stop <laughs> it. Goodbye. I'll wait till the days end when the- Some till we stand at the shore, of the shore.